a podcast brought to you by Energy Live News. In this podcast, Energy Live News' Johnny Bairstow spoke to Sean Langford from Smartest Energy and Craig Watson from Experienced Energy Solutions about how they are working to pave the way for businesses to get started on their net zero journey. Hello everyone and welcome to this podcast with Energy Live News. I'm Johnny Bairstow and today I'm talking with Sean Langford from Smartest Energy and Craig Watson from Experienced Energy Solutions. And we're going to be talking about how uh, businesses can pave the way to start their net zero journey. So uh, hi guys, could you please introduce yourself? Sean, maybe uh, if you go first. Yeah, hi. Hello everyone. Um, Sean Langford of Smartest Energy. I'm a channel development manager here. Um, so my role predominantly is working with TPIs and customers, managing the relationships and the supply contracts for them. I've been in the industry since 2003, working in various sales and operational roles across both supply and TPI. Uh, what about you, Craig? Yeah, Craig Watson. I'm the operations director at Experienced Energy Solutions and co-founder of Birmingham Net Zero. I've, uh, I've had a decade plus now in the industry and um, time flies when you're having fun and I'm here today to try and um, offer an overview of what um, what Birmingham Net Zero is and how we can help customers get on the journey to, to, to Net Zero. Perfect so uh, before we jump into uh, Birmingham Net Zero and start talking about what that is uh, it's probably important to talk about Net Zero in general so of course it's risen up the agenda across all sectors um, in the last few years or the last year really uh, action has really ramped up but why is it important to you and how can the energy sector take an active role in leading the transition uh, by 2030? Uh, that's to both of you I suppose so whoever wants to jump in there. As some people will know, Smartest uh, was originally established as an aggregator of independent renewable energy. Um, so it's very much fundamental to who we are to, to champion uh, renewable generation um, and, and empower businesses to take an active uh, or, or to actively contribute uh, to the UK's net zero targets. Um, so we try to equip our customers with with all, all the sort of tools and products they need so that they can um, kind of hit their own targets over the next uh, five to 10 years. Um, but we know net zero can be an absolute minefield for businesses. There's lots of different definitions and interpretations. Um, so I think within the energy sector, we have a lot of the knowledge and, and the skills uh, to make a real difference. And so we have a, a responsibility to lead in that area. Um, so, you know, we've been collaborating with different customers and consultants um, for, for, for many years in, in this area, and it's obviously starting to gain a lot more prominence now. Um, and, you know, we're, we're really excited to be involved with, with Birmingham Net Zero, a plan um, led by the Experience Energy Solutions guys. And, uh, yeah, this is uh, a great example of how the sector can come together and help businesses to, to take meaningful action. Yeah. Well, Craig, do you have anything to add to that? Yeah, I'd, I'd like to obviously echo some of the points that Sean's made. I think first and foremost, the main level of importance stems from the fact that it's uh, actually it's a mandated law now that was passed in 2019 by the government to ensure the UK reaches a position of net zero by 2050. So that, in theory, is the catalyst for us to start moving forward. And I think as recently as, as December, just before Christmas, Amongst other things, the Prime Minister was announcing targets to try and reduce emissions by around um, 70% in the next 10 years or by 2030. So although the, 
the law is there for 2050. The um, actual desired targets are creeping ever closer. And 2030, which you've mentioned, um, is now only nine years away. And we're already, as a, a consultant, we're seeing supply chains starting to favour relationships and partnerships with uh, businesses that are already on that road to net journey that are already showing the right ethos and the, the right approach to becoming more sustainable. So now more than ever for the longevity of these businesses, it's important to understand the implications and work out how and what they can do to start, um, yeah, start, start reaching those targets. Yeah, well, well, as you said, it's uh, it's only nine years away. It's uh, to 2030. It's a very ambitious timeline uh, that we're working on. Um, and the, the regions are going to have to play their part, aren't they? Because if the UK has set these targets, um, the individual regions of the UK are going to have to come together and kind of, uh, you know, tackle their own emissions um, to fill the bigger picture. So on that topic, what exactly is Birmingham Net Zero? If you could tell us a little about that, Craig. Uh, and maybe explain how it works. Yeah, so, so Birmingham Net Zero is um, a, a brainchild of myself and uh, Dominic O'Brien, who is also a director um, and, and founder of the company. We experience energy solutions are a Birmingham-based business, and we're quite proud uh, of our heritage. We see Birmingham sort of second largest city in the UK and a, a hubbed for manufacturing, which is a lot of where the high energy consuming businesses are based. We see that as a starting point for us to hopefully um, encourage Birmingham to be one of the pioneering cities. As, as you've mentioned, individually, regions have got their own leadership, they've got their own councils, and they've got their own targets to try and um, achieve. And Birmingham City Council itself has been quite prominent in saying 2030 is a target by what um, by which they'd like to be in a, in a posi- uh, position of net zero and we want to do everything we can to try and offer a platform a solution which allows businesses of all shapes and sizes to to get involved in that process because there's there's 40 plus uh, 40,000 plus businesses within the Birmingham region so that's quite a, a large number of businesses that are going to have to follow the the same path and what we want to do is we want to get early adoption early engagement and try and help as many as we can understand timelines and timeframes for what they can do and how they can do it. What, what we've tried to do, and, and Sean mentioned it in the first answer to the first question, we really want to simplify the process. Becoming net zero by 2050, um, one is, is a long time away, and, and two, it, it doesn't necessarily tell you exactly what it means and how you achieve it. So what we've tried to do is we've tried to put it into a five-step strategy which allows customers to come on board and slowly through the mo- and slowly move through the, the stages as they gain more knowledge, and we've brought a lot of different partners alongside the um, the process with us. So step one, first and foremost, is just getting that starting point to to measure your footprint. We offer a, a dashboard functionality which is partnered with our um, CBN expert, which is just giving customers that login visibility of what their carbon footprint output is on a month-to-month basis. Step two is once you've seen that, it's starting to create a strategy for how you can reduce it. What are the steps that you can take over the next year, five years, you know, up to 2030 to try and achieve the targets of reaching net zero? And we're working with um, 
partners such as Eon on that, Low Carbon School, True Horizon, Environmental. There's a number of people that we've been working with that are going to help our customers create the strategy to, to move forward with their journey. Third step, we'll, we'll come on to shortly, but that's where we work closely with Smartest Energy. Um, we've created a quite unique proposition, which is a renewable energy basket, which sources and um, certifies the origin of energy from the Midlands. Um, so that's a really exciting proposition that we believe will have a, a benefit to Birmingham-based businesses. Step four, we look at audits, we look at ways to become more efficient, we look at longer term projects. And then step five is just the managing and monitoring to achieve. So once we've put them four steps in place, it's managing and monitoring it through to make sure the outcome is the desired goal of achieving net zero. Sure, and you, you touched on it there, I think, as part of step three, but why did you select Smartest Energy as the supplier partner for Birmingham Net Zero? So I think Smartest, and again, Sean's referenced it, that, you know, the way that they set their business up at the start, there was an early emphasis on them having a renewable mindset at the forefront of, of what they are. And I think that renewable energy emphasis, the um, desire to support our wish to pinpoint generation within the Midlands really helped them stand out from the crowd and the flexible product, which is the actual renewable basket that we've created, um, is, is exactly what we're looking for in, in the sense that it has a great uh, ability to work with the additional volume that we'll be putting in, the variances of new customers that will be coming on board throughout the journey. So they really stood out as a, a partner that wanted to work with us and, and were brought into the same ethos that we have. Well, that's high praise. I think uh, I should bring things back to Sean there uh, and ask Sean, exactly how are Smartest Energy involved in Birmingham Net Zero? I mean, what kind of work are you doing? When the guys came to the market to look for a supply partner and we, we had a conversation, um, I think it became clear pretty early on, um, once we got to understand their requirements, that we thought we could tailor a solution uh, via our flexible framework product that would hit the criteria that, that, uh, that Craig and Dominic were looking for. Um, I think the two main areas that, that we manage is, is the kind of the functionality. So the nuts and bolts of the actual supply contracts and the product. So the customers get benefit of combining their tradable volumes. Um, so they get access to, to the wholesale markets that they might not otherwise get. Um, but they also get to maintain their individuality. So they make all their own decisions in terms of um, how they want their non-commodities to be set up. Uh, there's no cross-subsidization and there's lots of other areas where they can make the contract very specific to them. So I think that's the thing the guys really want to make sure that they, they had the right kind of contracts for the customers. Um, and then the, the second bit, as Craig said, is it was around our specific renewable product. Um, which would enable us to, to to harness our network of of independent renewable generators, um, and we can actually match up the regos um, for those generators with the specific customers um, on on the supply side. So it means that those customers can have the confidence that we've done the work in the background to make sure um, that they the regos that they are buying are directly from particular generators that are going to be within a, a, a set local region and to, to where they're based. Perfect. So if I'm a business energy manager and I'm listening to this podcast right now, I'm going to ask both of you this question. 
could you please summarize in three points the best way that you think they could start their net zero journey? Because ultimately, that's what it's about, isn't it? I think most people that are going to be listening to this and that are going to be reading uh, our website really are interested about kickstarting their own journey towards net zero. Um, so how, how would you suggest they go about that? If um, Yeah, if I, if I can jump in and start. I think what, I, what I'd do is I'll pose, I'll pose a couple of questions to the business owners out there listening into this and obviously dependent on their answers might lead them to, to the response we're looking for. But first and foremost, I'll be asking them, do they know their current carbon footprint? And um, if they do know their carbon footprint, great. If they don't, do they know how they can get visibility of that? Do they know um, how they can sort of see how they're currently operating. Secondly, I'd ask them, do they know enough or anything about the targets that the UK have set? And as we've talked about regional targets, have they got awareness of what they as a business are going to be expected to meet and achieve and by when? And again, dependent on the answer, would they like to work with a partner who can simplify this process, break the journey down into five easy steps to get them started on the road to net zero? If they can, we believe we've got that proposition and we'd love to talk to any business owners out there to, to help them on their way. Well, I think that's a, that's a great answer uh, before we move on uh, to the, the next three uh, pieces of advice. But I think that's fantastic, isn't it? Because like you said, you, people really can't make a start on this journey unless they, unless they calculate their current level of emissions. And as you said, they, they know what, um, the government targets are because you need to know where you're at and where you need to go before you actually make any concrete steps don't you De definitely and obviously most businesses their core expertise is their business you know if they're a, a manufacturer and they're producing a product their score their core skill set sorry and their knowledge is in producing that product it's not to be an expert within um all the the other areas that are outside of their their business and that's where we come in and you know if, if somebody's unsure which you know many businesses out there today probably will be then we can help provide them the answers that they're looking for but also the strategy and the process to move forward with um, achieving the, the targets that are set upon them because like I said it has been mandated it's been passed by law so at some point these dates are going to need to be achieved and if you can be a business that achieves that before your competitors um, who knows what advantage that might give you in the marketplace as you move forward? Thank you. And uh, Sean, what do you think? What are what are the best ways to start that journey? Yeah, I'd say I think the first one, first and foremost, is is you need board level engagement, um, which I appreciate is uh, can be easier said than done. But you need to build a case and and get the necessary interest, investment, and, and attention, um, and it needs to be at, at, at the highest level of the business. Um, you know, energy is no longer a topic that's only of interest to an energy manager. Um, you look at employees, people want to know that they're working for a forward-looking company. Um, they want to join forward-looking forward companies. You know, there's financial, reputational uh, factors, moral responsibilities. Uh, and, and so you you really need to look for i guess for other advocates within your business outside of the energy remit that can help you along the way to to try and make this a topic which is which is fundamental to the, to your business um i think that i guess and the second point i would i would go for and and this definitely links into the first one is about picking the right partners the right energy partners 
um, you know, invest in the time to find companies that match your ambitions and your culture. And if you've got the right partners on the energy side of your business, then they can help you to create business cases um, to make sure that you're getting the engagement that you need internally. Um, and, and thirdly, I would say uh, switching to to 100% renewable energy product. Um, so a bit of a, a shameless plug coming from a renewable energy supplier, but um, it, it really is a, an easy and, and relatively cheap way to, to make a significant difference in terms of uh, reducing your um, emissions and and you can use that as a springboard onto to other things so you know you get a renewable commitment certificate that verifies the the fuel mix uh, that, that you've got so through our product and um you can then use that to to share it around your business and to start to look at other projects and gain gain momentum really to look at other areas and other opportunities um you know i, I read recently that uh 10 of of cars that were registered Last year were were um, either plug-in or, or battery, plug-in hybrid or, or battery. Uh, you know, can businesses be looking to increase? Can they be looking at their own fleet? Can individuals be looking at the decisions they make? Um, you know, there's not sort of a one-size-fits-all. You have to be looking at lots of different areas all at the same time. Yeah, thank you. We we actually ran that story on our websites about uh, about the battery electric vehicles and the the plug-in hybrids and. It's amazing how quickly things have changed in the transport sector, uh, as you say. Um, and I hope to see that happen across the energy sector and the wider economy in the future. And I'm sure that uh, those those pointers that you've given there for businesses wanting to start their net zero journey uh, will, will help do that. So thank you very much to Craig and Sean uh, for that great podcast, great information there. Uh, and I look forward to after this coronavirus situation has died down a bit, uh, hopefully coming to Birmingham and seeing what you're doing for, for myself. Yeah, you're welcome, you're welcome anytime. Once the restrictions are lifted, like you say, we'll, um, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely love to, to take you up on that. You have been listening to a promoted podcast from Energy Live News, where energy is news.